2: Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers.
1: Rhythm guitar, bass and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Iltz, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Isles, I'm Leo Wild, And we
2: are the Terriers. We're doing what we're doing, man. We're driving up and down the highways and byways of America. Still doing it. Still doing it. Yeah. And nobody has really told us to stop. They've hinted. Well, yes. But nobody's actually come right out and said, don't do that anymore. <laughs> that's true. So, so, so here we are. Yeah, we Still hear what doing. we want to hear mostly. We hear what we want to hear, and right now what we've been hearing is a lot of music that's yeah. just laying around all over the place. Well, people ask us, they say, there is
1: exactly what is Americana music? And
2: which is, I think it's a very fair question.
1: <laughs> I don't know why they're asking us. I don't either, man. <laughs> like we're some kind of experts. We are not experts on anything. We do have a definition, which is really more of a, an, an opinion. opinion. Yeah, yeah. that's that, right.
2: But we feel like it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots, and by that we mean it has to have a real secure American connection to connection, it. right? Right. Yeah. But it's a big, you know, it's a big palette. It leaves a lot of breathing room, so to speak, as oh, far yeah. as the style of music that we're going to play. Doesn't oh, it?
1: sure. Yeah. I mean, it it could be old timey. Well, it could be rock and roll. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be electronic music. It could be Cajun. It could be rumba. I, I, I have a vacuum like that. <laughs> It could be
2: show tunes. It could be soul. It could be klezmer. It could be barbershop. Indie rock. But you know what else it could really be? It could be... Boogaloo! boogaloo. Yeah. It has been. And it should be more. Yeah, we'll do more Boogaloo. Uh,
1: the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a... a uh, virtual fistful. Of tunes. Of tunes. That we have not yes. yet disclosed to the other guy. That's the only rule. That's, a, that's about the only rule we have. Right. And um, we take turns starting the show and... and we uh,
2: figured out that on the even odd kind of thing, yeah. right? So said so, so this is episode 130. Yep. Even number. Yep. You start. All right. Um,
1: I'm going to cover a guy that I'm surprised we haven't covered before, Domingo Sam Samudio.
2: Of course, we. Why not? <laughs>
1: it's Sam the Sham.
2: Oh, and the Pharaohs, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. All right. I
1: stumbled across this thing, uh, so he 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 was known. Because he wore a, a camp robe a and a turban, yes, he hauled his equipment in a 1952 Packard hearse with maroon velvet curtains <laughs> okay. and uh, of course he uh, he started singing. he made a singing de- debut in the second grade, representing his school in a radio broadcast. Oh really. Later he took up guitar and formed a group with friends, one of whom was Trini Lopez. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, after graduating from high school, he joined the Navy and uh, lived in Panama for six years uh, until his discharge. And uh, came back, enrolled in college, and that lasted. He, he said, he, what he said was, he said, I was studying classical music in the daytime and playing rock and roll at night. That lasted about two years before I dropped out and became a carny. <laughs> So oh, but, that's good. So, so how did the band get formed? in In 1961, he formed the Pharaohs, mm-hmm. and the name was inspired from the costumes in Yule Brenner's portrayal as Pharaoh in the 1956 film The Ten Commandments. Oh, okay. So that was the uh, inspiration. They for couldn't it.
2: resist the outfits. That's what uh, I saying. guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. So in
1: 1962, a year later, uh, they made a record that did not sell, and then they later disbanded. So in 1963, one of his guys uh, was playing for Andy and the Night Riders in Louisiana, and their organist quit. So Sam joined Andy and the Night Riders. Now, right? wait a
2: minute. Was he uh, an organ player, too? I, I mean, guess. I guess. Huh? I
1: mean, that's what it says. Okay. So um, it was here that he took the name of Sam the Sham from a joke about his lack of ability as a vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> it had to come from somewhere, right? So, uh, in, in June of 1963, they headed to Memphis and became the house band at the Diplomat. And then, uh, in late summer '63, two of the band members left to return to Texas, and so he hired some other guys and they t- changed the band's name to Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. So, they, and later they added saxophonist Butch Gibson. So, after paying to record and press records to sell at gigs. They wound up with an XL label with the XL label in Memphis. There they recorded their first and biggest hit, "Wooly Bully." Wooly oh Bully, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So, and then MGM picked up the record, and it ended up selling three million copies wow. and reaching number two on the Billboard Hot 100 in, on June five of uh, nineteen sixty-five. Now this was at a time when American pop music charts were dominated by the British invasion. That's right. Yeah. So it was a little unusual. Um he it was awarded a gold disk. Now this is interesting. Wooly Bully never reached number 1, but it lingered on the top 100 for 18 weeks. Oh, the most weeks for any single within the calendar year 1965. Fourteen of which were in the top forty. No kidding. So it d- achieved the distinction of becoming the first Billboard number one record of the year, not to have topped a weekly Hot 100 and remained the only one for 35 years until Faith Hill's <laughs> "Breathe." There's there's some uh, oh, useless information. Man.
2: Yeah, that's a good, that's a stat. So
1: I was gonna play. I was just gonna play Wooly Bully, you know, but it's great. But but I found this collection called uh, Sam the Sham the MGM singles, (laughs) Uh and I found this song. Uh, You know, we we try to kind of categorize these tunes, Uh and I don't know why. Just it's a thing, and and I'm categorizing it as novelty. Okay, Uh, but it was from uh, 1967, and it's on this collection. And you're going to like it because it's a music that we want to play more. It's called Old MacDonald Had a Boogaloo Farm.
0: (laughs) Once upon a time there was a boogaloo farmer And the boogaloo farmer wore the name of MacDonald One day it was drag and there was nothing to do So he showed all his creatures how to do the (laughs)
2: That is pretty funky. Oh, man. Uh, Way to go, Sam. That's a good one. That's pretty good. All right. That's pretty good. Okay, Leo, I think it's back over to you. Okay, this is kind of a two-parter. I'm going to do part of it now, and then when my turn comes around again, I'll do... The other part. Well, I'm going to do that also. So okay. Just oh, to be a fair warning. Wow. This is, listen, this is kind of it's close. It's going to be one of those things. So we're kind of thinking, it's too going much to be alike. like a Leapfrog. Leapfrog. Okay. All right. I'm done <laughs> okay. with that. Your turn. You always cheat at Leapfrog. <laughs> That's the thing I'm worried about. Uh, all right. This is a band called The Sermon. Okay. The band now, is called The Sermon? The band is called The Sermon. Okay. And, and it's kind of, um, here's the background. Uh, they were a rock and roll band from Syracuse, New York. And they had a, uh, they lasted from the late '60s, maybe to early '70s. Total, right? Okay. But they're they're both no- best known for this one song. It was a regional hit, right? And it was called "Never Gonna Find Another Love." Okay. It was a nice little song, and and it was charting okay locally. Um, they, they but they had to change their name at one point because they found out there was another band called The Sermon. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> really? No kidding! Good wow! Thing. Now it gets better. So they changed the, their name to the Sir Men. <laughs> S okay. i r, right? Uh-huh. So they went by the Sir Men for a while, and uh, then they then something happened to the other band, and they gave up the name, and they went back to the Sermon. <laughs> So wow, I would call that something of an identity crisis, personally. I guess. Uh, but so they, they had this nice record. It was, it was very locally popular. And um, uh, in 1969, the record was listed as a pick for the Hot 100 by Billboard. Wow. Right? So it was on the verge of, of going to some places. And um, it, something happened, and uh, which I will explain later. Okay. All right? Okay. So let's let's give the... And it's a really nice record. It's a good song. It's from The Sermon. They were going by that name when this record filing was released. Uh, from 1969. And it's called You're Never Gonna Find Another Love. You
0: know people have told you That pride can hurt a man If you cannot be...
2: They they described it at, uh, the Thunderbird single you know rating they described it as a listenable ditty. <laughs> so but well, okay. see it's it, it kind of like a, an association kind of a sound I, thing, it did you know? kind of sound like big association yep. all right
1: Roger it's back to you okay well I'm I'm leapfrogging now and I'm not done with uh, Sam Sam Udio. okay okay all right so uh, you know he just one more thing about him in uh, in 1966 three women. Um, joined uh, Sam the Sham and, and the Pharaohs as the uh, Shamettes. <laughs> <laughs> what were they think? They traveled to Asia and uh, released an album called "The Sam the Sham Review." You know, but but anyway, so in 1971, uh, he the, the band everything kind of fell apart. So he uh, went out on his own, mm-hmm. and uh, he issued an Atlantic album called Sam Hard and Heavy. This is 1971. This album won the Grammy Award for Best Album Notes. What? <laughs> I didn't even know there was a category like that. I did neither, And I can't. I, well, I found a copy for $68. Uh, I would love to see the notes. I don't know what it was.
2: <laughs> But uh, you didn't have the sixty-eight bucks, is that what you are saying? No, that's what I'm. Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. Right.
1: So, so anyway, uh, he put together a group. His backing band was uh, the Dixie Flyers with uh, Jim Dickinson, as well as Elvis Presley's female backing singers, the Sweet Inspirations. Wow. And the Almond Brothers lead guitarist Dwayne Almond. Okay, he had a a, a killer yeah, band. Yeah, no, I was
2: going to say that's pretty serious.
1: And so, um, but it it, uh, it 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 says here it's too bad that um, that Atlantic Records didn't promote it because it really probably could have uh, reignited his career. But it's 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 pretty cool stuff, and and I like it. Uh, from 1971, the album Hard and Heavy. Uh, by the way, this original tune was uh, by Otis Rush. Sam Samudio doing homework.
3: your lips uh, Everything you do is simply hip Makes no difference, baby, what you do Everybody knows I'm in love with you hey, mama, you got me so blind I'm walking around in circles, about the loop.
1: That's so not bad. <laughs> yes, you know, it's, it's really 1970s. Brand, yeah, you know? yeah, very much screaming like guitar kind of a thing. Shaft or something like that. Oh, uh-huh. yeah.
2: Yeah, wow, that's that was, cool.
1: It was a fun album. There's some great stuff on there. So. Wow. Hey, oh, look what time it is, Rod. Yeah, I think we're out of time for this segment. We've just whiled it away. Uh, so uh, tomorrow's moving <laughs> blah, day, of course. Blah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we need to uh, go out and uh, oh, yeah. police the area. Yeah, we've got to clean and, up a little and, bit. Right, and then we need to check that. Left your inside, inside dual and, and it's an even numbered show So oh, it's, it's my turn It's your turn Yeah, you go get, to pick up the trash
2: Yeah, very cool, I'll yeah. do that and you know what else you get to do? What? You get to clean the cat box Oh That goes along with it now well, Yeah, I guess you're right Yeah It's so, oh, yeah, okay, I'd rather clean the cat box Believe it or not so. <laughs> I believe it <laughs>
1: okay. I do believe it
2: Well, we'll be back here in a few
1: minutes This is the Americana Roadshow Right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA,
2: USA. Horrible. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. How was it for you? How was the tire? Well, you know, it was two pounds. Two pounds. Which is pretty good. Yeah.
1: you know. But I, but I got to tell you, that uh, that Brad Kozlowski, he is a, he, an expert on tires. He is. You know, and I mean, like two pounds for us, it's, you know, we got, it's uh, a dueling, we got right? Plenty. We
2: got like 90
1: yeah. to play with. Uh, we got know? extra, you know, extra, I, mean, no. I mean, I bet if he, if he had a tire two pounds down... They'd replace it. That's right. You know, and they uh, might throw him out of the racing club. Maybe. I don't maybe know. Maybe not. I, I know. I but know. He, he really knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he does. And that is important for it people uh,
2: other than us to be, uh, you know. Sooner or later, we're going to have to deal with that, you know. I know. But not now. Not now. No. We're busy. Right. Okay. Well,
1: well, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Dorchester County,
2: South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. it, first of all, is a beautiful county, a beautiful state. It sure is. It's a nice town yeah. here. But again, we're, we're back on the East Coast and everything, and there's a lot of old towns, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of history here. This place uh, eventually, I guess it was started around 1697, that's a long time ago. That is a long time that's ago. That's before
1: the Revolutionary War. It's,
2: that's right. Yeah. And uh, the, the, it was a trading town, right? And it flourished. Uh, it was doing really good. And uh, then there was a, a Revolutionary War, Yeah, basically. And basically, the town was essentially abandoned at that point. It was just run, a, away, run, run away run <laughs> away run away it just just it just wanted wow. but you know you can't yeah. visit the ruins of the old town which is kind of cool yeah you yeah. know they you can see the uh there's a brick bell tower from uh, this church that was called uh, St George's Anglican Church you know mm-hmm. but it's got a lot of great history you bet. yeah but it also says that it features the longest free-flowing blackwater river in North America yeah I, I'm not sure what that means with black you know blackwater. oh, you don't know what that means what? You well, I'm d- surprised
1: you don't know. What? Well, you know, Leo, the dark color uh, is derived more from the slow-moving motion of the water through shady, forested swamps and wetlands. This, combined with decaying vegetation that releases dark tannins into the water, staining it dark brown. What? So that the, the effect is fascinating and beautiful in its own way. It's the dark and mysterious older sister to the clear blue waters of other United States lakes.
2: Show I, off. I didn't. I can't believe you didn't know that. You, okay, fine. But let me <laughs> ask you a question. Okay. Would you swim in it? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, God. Okay. Oh, man. Well, it's a beautiful place to be. It really is. It's yeah. nice here. It's, it's got a, kind of a lazy, laid-back feel to it. You bet. Well, when, when, you know, people ask us. They say, Derriere's. Hey, what's your thing? What
1: are you guys doing? What, you know, What's wrong with you? <laughs> you travel across this beautiful country of ours in that old RV and... You don't really stay anywhere very long. No,
2: we keep moving around. Well,
1: right, because unlike our uh, compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called... Ranches, ranches yeah, yeah, that's true We're, And and, uh, and we don't have one, you no. know uh, Well, course, we thought we didn't Well, you know, Rex Allen Jr., of course, has the Rockin' Diamondar Ranch right. and the, then Where
2: is it, Roger? It's
1: in the Dosca Basis Mountains, Mountains yes. It is uh, Alan Bailey has the Swingin' Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas Oren Friesen, the Rockin' Banjo Ranch uh, Oren, by the way, is the human footnote of the Derriers. And that's, that's self-appointed He knows more up, about this any music than uh, just about anybody.
2: Well, he knows more about us
1: than we know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true, <laughs> put it that way. But we did whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch until our pal Suzanne set us straight. Yeah, she did. She stepped up and said, "Hey, boys." She said, "Look at it this way: you've got the biggest ranch. You've got the entire continental of the United States, correct? Border to border, ocean to ocean. You could right. say." You have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's correct. And so, and we traveled that ranch in our RV called
3: Rambling Rose, Rambling Rose,
2: sweet Rosie. Why, you yeah. So far, Rosie gets us there. She does, man. Yeah. We racked up a lot of miles on the old girl, and we she sure doesn't have. seem to mind. So there That's you go. Right. So well, as Leo- we keep putting air in that tire. Uh, yeah, and That's like, right. top off the oil. That's and- right, and burn a lot of gas. Yeah. yeah, That's how it is. That's how it works. Well, Leo, I believe it's back to you. Okay, remember how I told you a little bit ago I, uh, when I had this band called The Sermon? Yes. Okay, and I said it was kind of the, the, the tale of two bands, yes. essentially, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, both of the bands, uh, let me back up just a bit more. In November of uh, 1969, uh, Buddha Records uh, had gotten reactivated okay. as a label. And it had kind of gone dormant for a while. And so what they were doing is they, they were shifting a couple of acts to that label. Okay, Well, one of them was The Sermon. Okay. Okay. The other one was a band that they had to change one note in their name uh, to keep from having a uh, conflict with another band. Okay. All right. The band was called the Jaggers. Okay. (laughs) So they changed their name to... The Jagger's, <laughs> except all they changed was the S to a Z, and that was it. <laughs> they got them. They got them off that little that little wow. uh, high center thing. And but what happened was, so both of these bands came over at the same time. They both had a lot of promise and everything, except that the guys in the Jagger's band got more attention. Wow. So the the sermon kind of got short shrift in the promotion end, and their record never took off. But the Jagger's record which was basically their one-hit wonders. They recorded other stuff, too. But everybody remembers from this one tune, right, called The Rapper. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's a it's a great tune, obviously, but it's just to happened that they got the right promotion from the record company that that song took off for them. Yeah, it's all it takes. Sometimes it doesn't take much. No, right. it, it just little things can happen. Mm-hmm. But but to give them their due, the Jagger's is a great band. They had this great record. Yeah. And uh, it's it's, it's uh, you can't miss it when you hear the first few notes of it. You know exactly what that record is. You bet. Let's play it.
0: There's someone out there.
2: <laughs> Technically, uh, they were one-hit wonders. They hit other records, you know, but that was their big one right there. Yeah. They never That's shoot. a great tune. It's yeah, a fun tune. Yeah. All right, it's, it's your turn now. Okay, so last show, you
1: remember I was talking about the, the fact that I named my guitar Apache.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's and, a beautiful
1: guitar, by the way. Well, right? it is. Uh, thank you to uh, Jim and Ryan Triggs. They did an awesome job with it. Uh, but uh, So I wanted to play that song, but the song was written by a British guy. And oh, made yeah, right, famous, right, right. and made famous by a Danish guy. Right, you're screwed. So, I, but I started looking, and and as I was looking, that's what uh, caused me to find the Incredible Bongo Band.
2: Okay, I remember. Right? Yeah, well, it, it was just last week, but yeah, just last week. And, right.
1: and their version of it had this long uh, percussion part in the middle, mm-hmm. which caused a lot of people to, to use it. They sampled it to do dance mixes. Oh, that was kind of a common thing
2: right. back in the 80s. Or whatever. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And so uh, I, I started. Um getting into that and I and I found a lot of different versions several different versions of it. Okay. So guess what uh, I did?
2: Oh uh, we did uh,
1: a
3: We did the mash He did the monster mash. The monster mash.
2: It was a graveyard. Oh, this is great. We haven't done a mashup for a while. <laughs> not for a while. Okay. So, tell uh, me,
1: tell me, tell me. Okay, so there's five groups in it, and they come in in this order. Now, I, I, I chose The Ventures to start it. Right. Because they did a, a you know a pretty normal version of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Th- the rest of them are not in any way. <laughs> uh, so it's The Ventures, The Incredible Bongo Band, The Sugar Hill Gang, Warrior One, and Grandmaster Flash. Let's give it a listen.
2: I'm falling off my chair. <laughs> I was having as much. I w- went to shove myself back and roll across. Them. I forgot I don't have wheels on this thing. <laughs> so, wow, that was cool, uh, Ryan. That, that was a lot of fun. Of fun.
1: That was a good one. Okay, Leo. Well, what do you want to follow that up with? Oh,
2: uh, that's not easy. Uh, it's, it's not fair, but I can't wait to hear what you uh, have. Well, okay. This We talked about this guy earlier. Uh, remember, I played the Dixie Cups thing? Yeah. Okay. This guy, his name was Joseph Charles Jones, Joe Jones. And he is credited with discovering the Dixie Cups. Okay, all right, Fun. New Orleans guy. Okay. like a lot of were. In fact, I've got more New Orleans mu- music coming up in future episodes. But so
1: he's from the New Orleans Joneses. He's from the New Orleans
2: yeah. <laughs> Joneses. Okay, Just you know out. that that group at the, f- the yeah the, 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 those Joneses. That right. Okay. So anyway, he was born in New Orleans actually, and um, besides uh, work, you know discovering the Dixie Cups, um, he also worked with BB King, uh, and as a singer, his biggest hit came in the form of the top five. 1960, it's it's called, it, they consider it a rhythm and blues hit, right? Okay. You Talk Too Much. Oh, wow. That one, which is the only song his I think I, I ever really identified, you know? Uh-huh. But, but it's kind of interesting. He, he wasn't exactly uh, the most reputable business guy. Uh, he claimed to have composed many songs, including Ico Ico. Which no, he he didn't do that, and and it, but it went to court, you know, and they finally had to rule against him in that. That was he, the big
1: Ico no no decision. Ico no 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 Ico Ico no no
3: Joe. No, no no Joe.
2: <laughs> yeah, I studied that in law school. Okay, good for you. <laughs> I know you didn't graduate. So. it came to that.
1: I said,
2: I can't top that. I quit. Oh, man. Oh, that's good. Okay, listen, but he did do one thing. I also uh, featured the Rivieras a while back. With that yeah. right? Okay, well, he recorded the original version of that. Oh, The okay. song called California Sun. So he okay. had, you know, now, uh, later on, Uh, He moved into music publishing, right? And he ended up being a champion uh, for fellow R&B artists. Nice. Defending their rights and their song rights. So there's good and bad in everybody, I guess. Sure. Uh, And to be honest with you, I never really cared for the song too much. Yeah. But I do kind of like it, even if I don't appreciate it. Okay. I don't know (laughs) if that came out right. I don't know. Okay. It's a crazy little song. Uh, 1960, you talk too much.
0: about people, you can make me scream. You just talk
1: That. That's a fun song. That's Leo. a fun song. I like that. A little backstory. Hey, uh, you know we're about out of time. Yeah, and and uh, you know i have been looking for sponsors. Yeah, and and we've been talking about the fact that since we got Ardmore, yeah, Ardmore. it's a little harder to keep the place clean.
2: The, the smell. Yeah. We got
1: to well, be I careful. You know. I know. Yeah. I mean, but you know, we got to be careful. So I got to thinking. You know, rather than going to these, you know, sponsors and begging for sponsorship. Yeah. Maybe we uh, present them with an opportunity. Okay. So, you know, we could say, "Hey, take a look at take a look at Rosie and, you know, we've got kind of a challenge here, uh-huh. and, and maybe you could sponsor us and help us with this issue." Hmm. Okay.
2: And therefore kind of get the exposure that they are like Yeah, and they yeah. you know they could
1: have success with it and huh. it would be a it, hmm. you know like it'd be a good deal for everybody. Wow. So, you want to see who I picked? Yeah. Give it a listen. Okay.
0: Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean Floors, doors, walls, halls, white sidewall tires and old golf balls.
3: Sinks, those bathtubs, he'll do. He'll even help clean laundry too.
0: Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr.
3: Clean will clean your whole house and everything
0: that's in it. Can he clean a kitchen sink <coughs> quicker than a wink? Can he clean a window sash faster than a flash? Can he clean a dirty mirror? He'll make it can he clean a diamond ring? Mr. Clean cleans anything. Mr. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and diamond and grease in, in just a minute. minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. In it. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean.
2: practice on this backing up yes we
1: are we're 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 getting pretty good at backing up well one of us is well it's our specialty yeah musically anyway we had
2: to pay for that trash can that you ran over though (laughs) i was waving my arms like this look out there's a trash can yeah
1: i thought you're saying it's good it's it's good good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay fine whatever where are we so
1: well uh you know this is the part of the show where you know we like to promote ourselves and uh we're not real good at it so uh uh, we're just going to get right down we and just beg. beg. Yeah, uh, we're going to beg you to go to our website. So. Right, exactly. Uh, we put a lot of work into them. The one for this show is the the Dair- Dari-ers Dari-ers. Dot com, And it comes with its usual disclaimer. Yes. Don't forget, forget the... the. That's right. It's a tiny word, but if you forget it, you'll we'll never, never forget, forget it again. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. kind of a shocker. Yeah. So, and of course, the one for the band is Well, that's
2: three trailswestcom with the number three on the front there. Yes. And you, if you go there, you can find out where we're going to be playing with the band. Yes. Among other things, and you can order our you know our CDs and our new t shirt and our new t shirts Yeah. So, yeah. Drop us a line.
1: Yeah. So you know if you go to uh, either website, you're going to find a lot of content.
2: content. That's true. And and if you watch it, we're pretty sure you'll be. Content, but boy, there's a bunch lately. Mm-hmm. And if you, you could become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us. us and we'll get you straightened out. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, you can there's contact us tabs on uh, either website, or uh, you can get right to us with our uh, e- email addresses. Mine is roger, no D, at the and mine is Leo, also no D. At thedariers You know, speaking of contact us, yes, uh, we were contacted recently. What? Yeah. Oh, that's
2: right. We got a wonderful yeah, a little message.
1: Yes, in. Uh, a guy by the name of Nathaniel uh, uh, from um, uh, Barossa Valley, South Australia. Yeah,
2: in Australia. And, and he's, yeah.
1: he he said, "I got." He said, "Good day, there, fellas. I, I don't do accents. Got tired of commercial radio here in the." Barossa Valley, Australia, got onto Truckers Radio USA and found the Derriers, Get quite a chuckle listening to you two carry on. When are you going to chuck a dart in the chart here, down under, where the women glow, men thunder, and there ain't no snow at Christmas? I love your show. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, we dropped a dart one time. Would that count? Yeah, we it, did, did drop it.
2: It, yeah. it was completely <laughs> on to the go floor clear down there. Clear down there. yeah. You know,
1: uh, we and, and Nathaniel, we have some uh, logistics to work out here. We'd love to bring Rosie over. So, uh, if you own a boat that would fit us, uh, let us know. <laughs> that
2: would be a great sponsor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is great, man. Thanks for writing to us, and I hope you're listening. We, uh, we appreciate it, We do it, man. appreciate it. You know, uh, the other thing you can do at our website, if you go to thedairyears.com, you can contact us like Nathaniel did. Uh, but if you go to there, you can download or, or listen to any of our past episodes That's or right. download them there. And, and listen to them at your leisure. Right. It's preferably while wearing your... Leisure suit
2: suit, In which case Please send us a picture You gotta send a picture Absolutely
1: You know And and you know what else Leo What You can now find Any of our past episodes On Spotify Spotify is my favorite Yeah Or you can can find it on Stitcher
2: Spotify You can find it it on
1: TuneIn Oh and Spotify is like And Amazon Music And
2: Spotify And even
1: iHeartRadio And what else I bet you can find it on Spotify Spotify. Yes you can As our good buddy Mike Carr says
2: Go go nowheres Without without the the derriers derriers. Thank you Mike all Let's right. see, where are we, Roger? This has been a fun day so far. Yeah,
1: I believe it's my turn.
2: I believe it is, too. So
1: uh, we like to feature uh, people that we know yes, we as do. much as we can. And uh-huh. uh, our last trip back uh, in the Kansas City area, we went to the Royal Grid Happy Hour. We spent a lot of time there when we're uh, home. That's right. And and uh, our pal, Kristen Hamilton, mm-hmm. was doing a feature that night. She, mm-hmm. she had her brand new smoking hot band, Kristen Hamilton in the Heat. Uh-huh. And boy, they tore it up. I thought they just did a great job.
2: And once again you and I are of a mind. Are we? Yes, we are. Well now
1: I set a new rule last week as That's you recall. Right. I know. You know, and, and, and I think it'll be interesting to see if we pick different ones. Okay, right? yes, go for it. So uh but she's been doing music for a long time, but she's now put this band together and it's a lot of fun. The the album is called Touch of Blue. It's from twenty twenty two and we're gonna listen to Kristen Hamilton and the Heat doing driving rain.
0: Will you know i've been stuck turning 90 miles an hour between a sea my In my words, help me get back to my baby again oh baby oh baby won't you hold on tight I'll be laying next to you before the morning light. I'll be laying next to you before the morning night I'll be laying next to you before the morning night
2: Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean it's good music, and we and we love featuring our friends from back in Kansas City. You so bet. Good job. <laughs>
1: nice job, Kristen. Thank you for uh, sharing that with us.
2: Absolutely. And yep. there's more of that coming up, by the way. Good. Because I've been I've been you know emailing back and forth with some friends of ours in Kansas City. So nice. We'll be um, doing some more of that here in the future. Okay. Well, Leo, but but now what are you going now to do? what are you go? Well, that's real nice. What have you done
1: lately? What are you doing for us
2: today? <laughs> today I'm going to feature a guy named Gary Robert McFarland. And I got to tell you right now, I didn't know the who, the who guy. I I'm not even sure how I stumbled across it. You know, he was born in 1933, and he passed away in 1971. As a, as a young man, he was born in Los Angeles, and uh, but he grew up in Grants Pass, Oregon. And he uh, he was best known as a comp- composer, arranger, a vibraphonist, and a vocalist. Okay. Oh. And uh, he wrote, recorded a lot of jazz, and he uh, he recorded on Impulse and Verve records, which are jazz labels. All right. So he, uh, in fact, Downbeat, Downbeat magazine said he made one of the more significant contributions to orchestral jazz. So the guy was brilliant. Wow! And, you know, he was something. He worked with the likes of Bill Evans and uh, John Lewis and Stan Getz and those guys. He wow. hung out with. Them. He was a very very busy guy but he was considering making a move into writing and arranging uh for film and stage work but unfortunately he died of uh, of an overdose um on the same day that he completed a Broadway album ah, and it's you know it's sad we hear about a sad, lot of yeah. that and unfortunately uh that history reported it, uh, repeated itself with his son who died at the exact same age a few years later oh man in the same way so these guys it's really awful uh on the other hand he uh, recorded some great music, and and this one, you're gonna like this one. It's weird, okay. And you know how we try to category song, uh, you know, yep. afterwards, what is that pop or you know? Yeah. Well, this is both jazz and lounge. Oh, yeah. So kind of a thing. jazz lounge. Jazz lounge. Wow. You know, I get the. It's recorded in 1965. You know what its name is? Nope. Bloop bleep. <laughs>
3: Blue, bleep, blue, bleep, blue, bleep. the faucet keeps you dripping. Sleep. The are keeps a-dripping and I just can't sleep
1: You're right. I do like it. It's like six
2: bongo players.
1: <laughs> that's great. That's great. Oh, man. Okay, Raj, it's back to you. Okay. Hey, this is one that um, uh, Jason Bears and Scott Rabko um, Oh, well, that's, a, that's okay. a legal
2: combination. It was out right of that
1: they, that group, the, the uh, virtual uh, mixtape that they sent. Uh-huh. Sugar Pie De Santo. Oh,
2: sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh,
1: she was four feet, 11 inches tall. And as a girl, she was friends with Etta James. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And Johnny uh, Otis discovered her in 1955. She uh, toured with Johnny Otis, and then later she toured with the James uh, Brown Review. But here's what I like. She participated in the American Folk Blues Festival Tour of Europe in 1964 And her lively performances, including wild dancing and standing backflips, were wildly (laughs) appreciated. (laughs) Wow! I'm going to see if I can find some video on that. Oh yeah! And then she did some uh, duets with uh, Etta James that were just great. But this is a great tune. It's uh, it's called "In the Basement" is the album. The Chess recordings. Sugar Pie DeSanto doing "Going Back to Where I Belong," 1962. (laughs)
0: Gonna board this lonesome train I gave a man a broken heart And things will never be the same Oh, You know I'm going back where I belong i
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, thank Duet. you, uh, Scott and Jason for that. That's great look stuff. Look up and see who she was singing with there. Uh, I'll, I'll, James, I'll i will try to find out, maybe. Oh, Roger, look at the time. Oh man, we are about Good out of Lord, time. Yeah, we gotta uh, make. Where we gotta we're gonna going free, here. Uh, Okay, let's see. Uh, you get the map. Okay, cause hang on a second. I'm throwing the dart. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm working uh, it. Get out of here, Arthur. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got
2: it. I got it. All All right, right, okay, here we go. Yep, up on the wall. Okay, spoon drawer two. Yep.
1: Careful. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Okay, let's see. Circle. I'm ready.
3: One, two, three. Throw the
2: dart. Throw the dart. Oh boy! Oh, went what? up uh, uh, a little.
1: Right. Um, oh, that's Massachusetts. Cool. I like it up there. That's Carver, nice. Massachusetts. Never heard of it. Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess so. Okay, interesting
2: show, Leo. <laughs> yeah, again. I would say so.
1: All right. Well, we'll get out of here tomorrow, and uh, we'll go move, and we'll
2: do this again next week. And we must. We must continue. continue. what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Our mission. All right, Roger.
1: Well, this has been the American uh, Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And
2: remember to look out behind you. It's the Terrier.